Welcome to College App 101. I'm your host, Dr. Riley. Succeeding in high school is challenging, and applying to college is overwhelming. I hope my comments here ease the tension you may feel. It will benefit you to think like a college admissions counselor. She's the lady who will read your application to Iona, or NC State. He's the guy who will handle your application to Kennesaw State, or Texas Southern. I've worked with many such professionals, they're great people, and committed to helping you apply to their school. There's a building in Central Campus at Xavier University. It's called Hale Stones Hall. It's memorable to me because I taught my first Theological Foundations class in Hale Stones Hall. When I initially joined the theology faculty at Xavier University in Cincinnati, I was nearing the end of my graduate studies at the Hebrew Union College. My initial appointment was was part-time, teaching exclusively within biblical studies. Introduction to Hebrew scripture, Psalms and wisdom literature, Old Testament prophets. My students were largely non-traditional students, completing their coursework on the weekends or in night school. Many of them were older and further down life's path than I was. Once I finished graduate school, my appointment changed to full-time, and my department chair conscripted me to teach a course that was largely outside my field of biblical studies. It was a department's introduction course called Theological Foundations. She didn't ask if I wanted to teach it, of course. She just told me to teach it. So I set out to prepare a meaningful and engaging classroom experience for my students. At the time, every Xavier undergraduate was required to take Theological Foundations, so there were dozens of sections each year, oftentimes filled with first-year freshmen. Teaching a course for the first time is truckloads of work, but it's fun and intellectually stimulating. During my preparations, an idea came to mind. It was a study that I had heard about years before. The study was conducted by a Fuller Seminary professor, who had interviewed several very old people. They were past life expectancy. These senior citizens were asked, if you had to live your life over again, what would you do differently? Now, students, I've mentioned this before. Exceptions exceptions aside, it is wisdom to listen to older people. Doing so can save us from making mistakes, like the mistakes they made. To the question, if you had your life to live over again, what would you do differently? A common response that these advanced senior citizens made was that they would reflect more. That response inspired me to begin every class session of Theological Foundations with a brief reflection statement followed by questions that prompted students to contemplate, one, the statement's meaning, Two, the fundamental truth in the statement. And three, how that truth applies to their lives as brand new college students. Because you only get one chance to make a first impression, I really wanted my opening class reflection exercise to have some punch. I remember my very first class session that fall semester in Hailstones Hall. The classroom wasn't stadium seating precisely as you would have in a small movie theater, but it was comparable with tiered seating higher in the back and lower in the front. The room could probably seat around 40 students, less than 30 were enrolled, so there was room for everyone's comfort. Hailstones was from the 80s, royal blue carpet, computer terminal and screen at the front. The room was old enough still to use chalkboards. Most of the students were traditional college-age students, fresh out of high school, the age of many current high school seniors. The class met first thing in the morning, so sometimes students arrived at class in their pajamas, which 
I don't advise, but they did. In my memory, I can see their faces. There, there were out-of-state students. There were student-athletes. One fellow sat in the back row all term and was therefore accustomed, I think, to sort of flying under the radar. He started the semester with a common hairstyle. Somewhere along the way, he got a mohawk. Because I admire people who make a statement in their fashion, I verbally complimented his haircut during class. My compliment resulted in every student turning around to look at him. I think he got a little embarrassed. And this was an interesting irony. Uh, One student in that class wanted my help transferring to Notre Dame. Another student had just transferred from Notre Dame. As a whole, they were an eclectic collection of learners and a great collection of learners to pilot my first reflection statement. I drew that statement from the book of Ecclesiastes, given my biblical studies background. The statement is in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 1. It says, a good name is better than luxury. A good name is better than luxury. Students, thinking about you sitting in your very first college class is magical. The opportunities, the learning, the resources before you are so exciting. The experience of my Xavier undergraduates is soon to be yours. For current college-bound seniors, that day is near. And hats off to the high school class of 2023. Seniors, it has been my pleasure to advise and counsel you as you've walked through high school, navigated a pandemic, built your resume, submitted college and scholarship applications, won some offers, lost others, handled financial aid, and on and on. You've achieved a lot, and I'm proud of you. Now that graduation is on the near horizon, it's time to discuss exiting high school gracefully and entering higher education successfully. I have four points in no particular order. The first thing to remember is that that there's a difference between being admitted to a college and enrolling in a college. This school year, you've likely been admitted to several colleges, but you'll enroll only in one. That's the college you'll attend this fall. Many colleges use a checklist to guide you through their enrollment procedure. That checklist includes activities like paying a housing deposit, selecting classes for fall fall semester, and so on. In short, know that simply receiving the congrats you're admitted email from your college is just the first step toward enrollment. There are probably one half dozen or so other steps to take in order to sit in one of your college's halls this autumn taking college algebra, freshman composition, or whatever. If you're unsure what the steps toward enrollment are, reach out to your college's admissions office for guidance. My second point is your official high school transcript with your graduation date printed on it. Your college needs that document for proof that you actually graduated from high school. And there's a process that your high school uses to submit your transcript to your college. What is that process? If you don't know, speak to your school guidance counselor or registrar. A part of the process probably requires you or your parent to do something like submit a transcript request form with your college's name and address, or pay outstanding balances in the cafeteria, library, or something else. Whatever the process, get to know it and follow your high school's protocol. If your college doesn't receive your official transcript with proof of graduation this summer, I can tell you that your enrollment process at that college will be interrupted. And this interruption will be characterized by moments of rude awakening, panic, or surprise in you, And I'm referring to the undesirable type of surprise. 
Point three, meet with your college advisor at freshman orientation this summer. It's likely that your college will require that meeting as part of enrollment. If you don't, you may get an advising hold, which means you can't do anything until you meet with your advisor. Your advisor will will be a professional trained by your college to guide you through course selection, understanding your degree plan, college policies, and, and so forth, and it's in your best interest to heed their counsel. For example, if they maintain you don't need to take statistics or that additional history course, then don't take that course. My fourth point is college credit earned in high school. Many college-bound students earn AP or dual credit while in high school. AP is advanced placement credit. If that's you, then it's your responsibility to alert your college to that credit. Let's start with AP. You must order your AP score report to be sent to your college. Then you must work with your college advisor in that summer orientation meeting to apply your AP credit to the correct courses at your college. Don't count on this happening automatically. Work with your advisor on it. As for dual credit, once all dual credit grades are submitted this May or June, order an official transcript from your dual credit college or dual credit colleges to be sent to the college you're attending this fall. A transcript processor will apply your dual credit courses to the academic record of your college. Be sure to look over the transfer credit with your advisor this summer or fall, asking them to make sure everything looks right. As my Theological Foundation students reflected on Ecclesiastes 7.1, a good name is better than luxury, it was obvious my opening class reflection exercise had the desired effect. I had wanted punch, I got punch. In essence, this statement is a proverb or short saying that teaches a simple but memorable lesson. Most basically, the lesson deals with one's reputation. A good name is better than luxury means a good reputation is better than financial riches. When I remember the hundreds of Xavier freshmen that reflected on and discussed Ecclesiastes 7.1 in my classroom, many more faces than just those in my first class come to mind. Faces just like yours, seniors. Bright-eyed, expectant, enthusiastic and excited about what the real world had for them. And as young adults, they were realizing more and more the power of reputation. They were realizing the blessing and the curse of reputation, that it takes years to build a good reputation, but just seconds to tarnish it. So seniors, as you exit high school gracefully and enter higher education successfully, take care of your reputation. Your future self will thank you. Hats off to the class of 2023. You've accomplished a lot. Stay in touch, and I wish you well. If you've enjoyed this and other College App 101 podcasts, please share them through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or my website. Until next time, I'm your pre-college advisor, Dr. Riley. For more information about succeeding in high school and college apps, visit my website, collegeapp101.com. That's college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E, app, A-P-P, 101.com.